Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, good. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Woo! Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch. Are you still typing? No. Oh, thought you were going... And she's just typing the monologue. <laughs> An in-depth, very in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, Jeff Thomas, Lucy V. Freeman, and our executive director, Cooper. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. This week in Ambridge was brought to you by Economics and Moneybox Live. <laughs> Georgie's got a new role model. Who'd have thought anyone else would have wanted to be Martin Gibson? I'm not entirely sure even Martin Gibson does. However, Georgie appears thrilled that Martin has done him out of 25 quid. But in fairness, Martin probably has bought a load of birds that are riddled with avian flu, the staggers, COVID-19 and nasty coughs. What I don't get about Georgie is that not only is he an extremely crooked operator, he is also an incompetent one. And the only person who seems even vaguely aware of what he's like is Eddie. Emma is no fool, but even she's taken in. Is he hypnotising everybody? I mean, it's common sense. If any child over the age of eight sidles up to you and says, can I help you in any way? Then they either want money or have recently backed over something or someone in your car. I do not believe any of the Grundies are sufficiently naive not to know this. In addition to all this fantasy money-making, Georgie was under the impression that a group of 17-year-old lads would be able to band together to cover the rent for a country cottage. Are you out of your mind? Country cottages, even those the size of glorified tents with a sitting room you could touch all four walls in by standing on the sofa, and a bathroom with a sink covered in stuck-on seashells and mushrooms growing under the bog, are an absolute fortune. Over at Brookfield, their lack of grip on economics seems similar. If someone lends you something, they're entitled to ask for it back. And if you haven't read the contract, then you're a moron and deserve to get ripped off. They kept having increasingly hysterical family meetings around the kitchen table. The upshot of one was that they should take mints to court. On what grounds? <laughs> Plus, that would just mean they would then owe solicitors £40 billion on top of the £80 billion they owe mints. Ben raised the melodrama stakes by screaming that he was going to stop being a nurse and get a job in order to pay mints back. Ben, you are qualified to do nothing yet, except say, oh dear, that does look nasty. <laughs> yes, the consultant might be a little while longer yet, and that doesn't pay 40 grand a year. Ben, if you absolutely insist on chucking yourself on your own sword, maybe with Mince's abattoirial interests, you could consider flogging him a kidney or a limb. <laughs> Linda has been crowing with delight at not doing the Christmas play, but immediately afterwards decided to immerse herself in finding out what Tony got for Christmas when he was seven. <laughs> 
thus proving that she doesn't have nearly enough to do, especially when the whole thing was designed, just because Linda had said, Lillian had said vaguely that she'd like Tony to have what he wanted for Christmas one day and then immediately tottered off and forgot about it. Linda, however, seized on it like a fly on a cow pat for absolutely no reason whatsoever. I think what Tony actually wants, or rather needs for Christmas, is a kick up the backside and an appointment with a good gerontologist as he's sounding increasingly batshit every time we hear from him. But the upshot was that Linda's Christmas crudities seem to have taken off and everyone is bringing boxes of old tat for her delight. <laughs> I tell you what, I know houses in Ambridge contract and expand for plotical reasons, but who in their right mind has room to keep bits of old board games and envelopes full of cracker jokes? This is hoarding and it's a mental condition. Stop it at once. Anyway... In a hilarious incident, Linda got trapped with Tony looking at his train set and then Jacob wittering on about Brussels sprouts, which entirely serves her right. And they wasted a fade out on that. <laughs> We've had stabbings, terminations, divorce, even fatal car accidents. And what do we get a fade out on? Sprouts. <laughs> And Jacob wasn't the only one being triggered by vegetables. Krishnalash got worryingly cosy and back together when she gave her speech to the rehab place and became traumatised by the smell of carrots. You'd have thought it would have been, you know, alcohol, but you could never can tell. Jacob, by the way, is now the new tenant of Cosy Corner with two Ks or whatever Chris's awful house is called. Does that mean Kate is moving in too so she can decide it has negative energy and start knocking walls down? Shay Horobin, though, things were on the up. It is amazing how this baby was apparently not about Chelsea at all. It was about Ben, it was about Pip, it was about David, it was about everyone except Chelsea, who has proved herself more resilient than a lot of them and is cracking on cutting everyone's hair whether they want her to or not. The speed at which that woman cuts hair is incredible. I reckon Ed should take her on for the shearing. The sheep would be stripped of their fleeces and probably having a keratin straightening treatment before Jazza had put his tea down. She cheered lovely Brad up shortly before he goes to prison for being encouraged by Mia to poo in the punch at the hunt ball anyway. And she sounds much more perky, even if she still hasn't had time to blow her nose. And Ruth and David <laughs> are selling bits of Jill to pay Vince back. Thank goodness. Now everything can go back to normal and we can concentrate on the really important stuff, like whether or not Tony got a guitar for Christmas. The end. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised that the, the, the sort of alarm bells didn't go off when Linda was talking to Tony and she didn't just go, I think I'd better call Pat. <laughs> yes. uh, you are clearly insane. Because <laughs> he was li had literally turned into my four-year-old. Yes. But actually Rex is a lot more mature than Tony. Look, I've got a box of stuff from Christmas. I'll just get it out of the boot. Hurrah! And it was... But why didn't Linda just go... Um, did you get a guitar? Because in the end, yeah. I just went, did you get a guitar? <laughs> and he went, no. Was there anything guitar-y going on? No? <laughs> then stop talking. Put the box of shit away. I just couldn't work out. Go what? and sit back like... in the car and wait for mummy to pick you up. <laughs> I was so annoyed because this week I had... I, I, I wasn't as busy as last week, so I was like, I sat down this week and wrote, okay, I'm going to write down some mm. stuff for the podcast. Mm. And I literally... Yeah. Couldn't think of anything to write down. And yeah. then I was like, I'll draw a picture. Couldn't think of anything. I don't really know what happened or what didn't happen. No. There was nothing like solid to. No, hang it was on all to. a bit slithery, wasn't it? It was all a bit sort of. And you... George is not interesting. No. Martin Gibson's not interesting. He's Why not are they trying quite... to make Georgie Delboy but unsympathetic? And, also, and Martin Gibson, who just used to be the boring. Yes. You know, tie. Yes. He's sort of now a bit of a baddie or a bit of a wide boy. 
but but so he, he's now bec- but I but mean, we I, always yeah. need one of those don't we because we got... always want somebody that's, that's or they think I mean, we don't, but they think we always want somebody who's going to sort of come like in and tiger, fli- yeah, fleece the map, fleece yeah. the rurals, you know. Well, um, now him and George are going to be ever so mm, slimy and clever, yeah. and and poor old Neil. Yeah. I, do you know? I, I did actually quite like the um, because <laughs> we've all had it, haven't we, with our dads or our uncles, where they go, oh, let me just just sit down and let me show you something, yeah. and you know, and you're like, oh, or with my no, lovely dad, it's always like. Let's do a music lesson. You're like, okay, <laughs> or or even just sort of maths. You know, it's like, okay, God, please, I just. But you know, and you sort of have to be patient. With my dad, it? it was the inside of a Ford Cortina. That was <laughs> someone obviously because they're passionate, and it's so lovely when yes. someone is yes. thinks yeah. that that a young person is interested in yes. your game. And it's excruciating, isn't it? And so also, think... it's because nobody listens to men of that age, <laughs> and you have to. So, you know, they have a captive audience, and they're not going to let that go. They're not. And, and uh, you know, and it was all that sort of. Well, it's very important that you weigh your overalls, George. Yes. Obviously, it is incredibly important. And then George made a joke, and he went, "Ha! Oh, that's not funny, George." <laughs> George is like, "Oh my god." But I actually, I really liked that, and I thought it was a shame that it ended up being a sort of two fingers to Neil I would have really you know with Martin Gibson I thought they didn't really need that they could have I was quite enjoying I thought what a lovely journey it would be if actually Georgie did sort of melt and well, saw the, the value pigs. of, of yeah, what his of grandfather work. does except exactly he's never he's never going to is he that's but, the that's no. the that's the archer's bind so you have people that were born into money like Freddie who are sort of grudgingly respected by the rest of the village because of, you know, heredity. And then you have, you know, anybody that tries to break out of that poverty trap is like, ha, 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 well, he's a wrong one, you know. Know yeah. your place, sort of thing. It's it's all it's very very Victorian and very kind of. Yes, um, that's what that this week felt mm. like a bit. I suppose because there was a lot of a lot of farm stuff, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Which was good. So it yeah. did feel a bit more like. Um, well, I suppose it completely took us away from the drama of. Um, Chelsea's termination, which has, she's done terribly well, hasn't she? She is sorted now. Absolutely. Yeah. On top it's, form, it's again. in her back view. It's in her rear view mirror, and she's in fourth gear, heading down the bypass, and everyone else is still splashing around, trying to sort it all out. I was really relieved about that. Actually, yeah. I was just so thankful that she was cutting every single person's hair again. Yeah. Honestly, people are just going into the shop to buy stamps, and they're coming out with a haircut from Chelsea. It's incredible. With a bit of her snot on it. I, I think she she carries her stuff round with her all the time. Yeah. Anyway, Brad, watch out! <laughs> Your three hairs. <laughs> uh, but no, that that was good. That was good. I. What did you think about? Uh, was it Wednesday's episode? The Alice back in rehab episode i was thinking oh god let's just it brought back all the horror of it of of having to go through all that the first time but also it was the tone it was the tone of the episode it Mm. was it was that um you know like i think it's i think i think it was a nick warburton episode and it and that and and in a way like i feel like he writes quite differently to some of the other screenwriters so there's a lot of like um 
But I do understand, Chris. I understand, Chris, because I understand. Do you understand, Alice? Yes, Chris, I understand. I didn't want to go. You didn't want to go, Alice. No, I didn't. I didn't. But you, it's, do you know what I mean? There's quite a lot of repetition. Yeah, yeah. My butler's just bought me some wine. Thanks, Ruth. And some Tarani's. Um, but no, no, but I, and I, I don't mind that. It, it sounds like an afternoon play. Yeah. It sounds like, and which I, so I quite like the the sort of the theatrical. No, maybe not theatrical. Maybe it's natural. It is. It is a very different style of writing but to everyone is. else, though. It is. Mm. It really, and I like it. I don't dislike it, but it's it's quite intense in a way, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of name. They say their names quite a lot yeah. to emphasize stuff. Yeah. And and it yeah it's 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 sort of performed differently as well, but I found that episode <laughs> um, preachy, awful, boring. boring. <laughs> it was one of those episodes where I was like, should I listen back? Because I wasn't really listening. Yeah. I was like, I just don't no. think I can. No. I can't hear Sally. They'd again. got they'd got some. Going... Yeah, Sally had been catapulted straight out of Italia Conti. <laughs> Going to be the world's most middle class alcoholic. You read my diary. I read it, Sally. I held it. I saw you. Yes, you saw me. I held it. It actually sounds like early Harold Pinter. But with, <laughs> but that's but it. with fewer quite... pauses because I had to get everything into 13 well, no, minutes. But, but that's the thing. It's like it's written like mm. a play. And I, and I yeah. don't mind that because it sounds. I quite like. I quite like the rhythm of it and the sound of it, but it does sound very different to when Chelsea's doing Brad's hair. I think as soon as Nick Warburton <laughs> moves away from the comedy stuff, it becomes quite portentous yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. And, and I suppose, sorry. to be fair, that was a sort of perfect episode for mm. that kind of mm. um, sort of, I don't know, softly spoken. Yeah, and, and afternoon play type thing. Yeah, but exactly. it just feels much more comfortable when George is rattling around <laughs> pretending he's got diarrhoea. <laughs> <laughs> which is going to give to all the pigs and, you know, Chelsea's calling Brad a moron and, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really understand the rehab episode. I didn't know what the... Bo- what the I think bo- it was to remind us all. I don't that know. She's now, yeah. she, but why... She's, it's too soon. Too soon, Alice. And also too soon to get don't back with Chris. Don't do it to those poor victims who are already in there. Yeah, don't, and don't, don't get back with Chris just yet. Just give us all a break. No, because I quite fancy Chris now. Do you? Yeah, now that he's got a bit of comedy about him, because him and Jacob were just brilliant, weren't yeah. they? In that scene, that was that was the highlight of Jacob the week. Jacob is a nightmare tenant. <laughs> but absolutely brilliant. Because they do forget sometimes that he's like that and yeah. really pernickety. Yeah. And but when they put... He's, he plays that so well, doesn't he? Yeah. And I thought Chris was him and Chris. But he said so, there was something was like, brilliant. consider yourself on my short list of potential landlords or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... And of course, it will be in acceptable decorative yeah. order. But how yeah. do we judge? Except it was just so well, Chris getting in, getting sort of wrapped up was just so lovely. I thought you could imagine Chris's eyes darting from side yeah. to side trying to follow what I the quite, hell was happening. I don't know why, but I quite fancy Chris at the moment. His his voice is great. He's when he was talking to George. Yeah. His 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 voice. He suddenly went all deep and. Yeah, and I, think I thought, that's well, maybe hello. It. Maybe he's like mature. Well, now he's stopped bleating. <laughs> Maybe, yes, about he's not Alice. crying anymore. Yes, exactly. He can have a laugh again. <clears throat> we might fancy he? Ben once, once, once he stops weeping <laughs> oh, all the time. Oh, God. <laughs> never know. Well, you never know. Well, I probably will, obviously. But um, no, I'm really into Chris and I don't want him to get back to Alice because he's, I feel like they, them, when they're together, they're so earnest. 
Mm. It's an absolute nightmare. All they're doing is apologising yeah. or being understanding with each yes. other. And yeah. they're, they're not very funny together, are they? That's the problem. No. But, but they're if... funnier than Ben and Beth, who were like Kafka. Yeah, but, that's yeah. right. Um, I yeah, love but... you, Ben. Really? I love you. I would have just said to Ben, fine, leave, whatever. Just go and sort yourself out. Have a gap year. Do yeah. something. I mean, obviously, he wasn't going to have a gap year because he needs to make some money. But... Um, it's not, I, he just wouldn't, like, they're so, they're, he wouldn't have done it. He just wouldn't have done. They're just so... They didn't even give, give him a chance. They. Did, well, I would have just said, okay, look, go and, have, you know, just just have a cooling off period. Mm. You know, maybe take a break from college. You've gone through a really difficult time. But I, I don't know, it was all that sort of, like, fluster and bluster. Um, was, obviously, because it's drama. It's odd. It's the, it's the, it seems to be the arch, the Brookfield entitlement works both ways. So Pip felt she was perfectly entitled to go and shout at Chelsea for not telling her that Chelsea's incredibly personal thing. Yeah. Chelsea, I've never seen Chelsea and Pip until until Pip basically blackmailed Chelsea into cutting flu dust hair, whatever she's called, her kid, Rosie. <laughs> that was the first time I'd ever heard them in a scene together. And, well, they're quite an unlikely pairing, aren't they? Yeah, and then to suddenly start shouting and saying, you know, you didn't tell me, I felt that it's incredibly personal. Why would you tell a total stranger? Well, to be fair to Pip, I think I would have been a bit like, I, I can't believe you were talking about this and it was my brother. I can I can see why she was uh, miffed, actually, because I suppose it's sort of, um, you know, well, Pip's going... I would have maybe given you completely different advice if it was my... No, I mean, obviously, Chelsea shouldn't have told her, but I didn't mind Pip having a go because I... It, she, she, and she did apologise, at least. Mm. You can see... I mean, I'd have been like, oh, my God, you literally came over to my house and were talking about something, but it was my brother. This mm. is so... I don't, yeah, I, yeah. But then Chelsea I mean, asked the, asked the million-dollar question, which was, so would your advice have been different? Yeah, and it's good that Pip mm. said it wouldn't, actually. So there was that entitlement that I did. I mean, I know yeah. you're, you're being kinder about it than I was. There was that entitlement. Then there was, uh, let's let, let's take Vince to court and tell him that we, we're refusing to give <sighs> his mean, money back. He lent so it to you. It was a private thing. Also, as if you didn't know, you knew what Vince was like. Yeah. And the whole... The whole and it's so what, precarious because all it would have taken was for Vince to have fallen out with Elizabeth, or Elizabeth to have dumped Vince, and Vince could have exactly, asked for the money back. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It didn't even have to be this kind of extraordinary but set of circumstances. In the co- the contract would have mm. said something like, "Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know how terms <laughs> to pay it back, or whatever, and or dissolution or, of the agreement, or, or whatever, and you know, because because a loan is a loan anyway, yeah. isn't it? Or it was an investment. I don't know. It was a loan." It was a just loan. a loan, yeah. Right, okay. So they would have had to pay it back yeah. eventually anyway. Yeah. And then I can't re- even really remember why they... Because the solar panels eventually will make money for them. Yeah, he was just trying to say, I'll, I'll set it up for you and then I'll take a cut off whatever you get from and it. And actually, I don't think, again, I feel like give Vince a bit of time and he'll just say, don't worry about it. Yeah. Lizzie's not going to... He's not going to stay with... Yeah, them. Like, one evening in with Lizzie and she'll use... It. Well, God knows Lizzie, what she'll do, but anyway. Um, I went to... Uh, uh, <laughs> Anne <Avocado>. Summers. 
and uh, they Look do sell vibrators got. at yes. Ricardo. Yes. Have you seen that? Because I was accidentally, what was I looking up the other day? And a vibrator uh. came up. I mean, honestly, it was, I wasn't looking, for, I was probably looking for jelly, you know, for the kids or something. And, <laughs> what flavour? <laughs> Raspberry, strawberry or KY? <laughs> well, I think the vibrator had something strawberry or, you know. Uh, okay. it was, but I, I was thinking, this is quite odd that that's come up in the search. Yes. With no warning odd. at all. Mm. But, um, she says hastily. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't me looking anyway. It was my, it was my friend. It was. Um, it was my friend. It was Tom my brother, me. wasn't it? And you didn't tell Lucy, me. Lucy, it was your brother, but I didn't <laughs> want to tell you because it just gets so awkward when, when me and him are talking about vibrators. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then, and then Ben's entitlement, which is, oh, yeah. I'm going to make all this about me. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to to refuse to move on, refuse well, to just sit with what's happened and I'm that, going to yeah. to kind of completely ramp up the drama of the situation by chucking in. He's the only person in that family who's got a decent career outside of farming. And what does he do? Chuck it immediately. Exactly. It's a, actually a very selfish decision because you're going to end up earning, well, I don't know, on nurses' yeah. wages. But, you know, you're going to end up with a career. But if you chuck it, you might end yeah. up as a... You know, working for George Grundy. Yeah. Which oh is not going to be fun. <laughs> Shelling turkeys. I did think that Martin Gibson, like George Grundy, to not be able to add up. I think even I added up in my head how much those ter- those pheasants were going to go for. I didn't bother. I was just <laughs> listening because I can't do numbers quickly. Yeah, it wasn't so. that hard, Lucy, because it was like 15 it's, turkeys it's very at £2.50. For me. <laughs> no, 15 turkeys, £2.50, Lucy. Don't, don't make me do it. It makes my tummy go funny. Lucy, you do like 50, hang on. (laughs) (laughs) So it'd be at least 30 pounds and then half of that. Right. It'd be 45 pounds or something around that. You could just estimate it. Right. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Like, I would have thought Emma would just go, George, don't be so stupid. You know, don't let him have the... You know, you've anyway. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. What's up with Emma? Do we think? Yes. What's happened? She's not pregnant, is she? No, but again, they can't do that. But there's clearly something, although they didn't Mm. mention it after, did they? Well, I mean, I suppose she had the headache when she was with Fallon, Mm. and yeah, and then they didn't mention it. But it, but it must be. Oh my god! What? She's got a brain tumor. Why? Why? Just because she had a headache. I'm just leaping. Are you forward. like this in real life? Do if one of your children coughs, do you immediately whisk them off to A and E under the impression that they're you know? And then I'm, t- I'm too busy. The twist is the twist was she didn't have tuberculosis at all. She had a cough. That was no, the twist. because no. In this scenario, it's because they start with tiny little signs, mm. don't they? Uh, but then sometimes the tiny little signs never come Disappear. back again, and we're all we're all. You know, thinking like, madly, and it's not really. A well, thing. the obvious thing would be that she's got COVID, mm. or maybe she's got bird flu. Yes, you know, humans get bird flu. I don't know, but well, they can clearly linked. have bird diarrhea, according to Martin Gibson. <laughs> I mean, according a, to Neil. No, no, that's a completely that's ASM. Oh, or ASM. ASM. It's, it's asymptomatic swine flu, or something like that. It wasn't. It was swine, not bird. ASF or something. Oh. It wasn't birds. It was swine, Lucy. There's more than one thing now. Oh, You can dear. get bat stuff. You can get swine stuff. You can get 
cow. Do you remember mad cow disease? Yes. Oh, there's all sorts of hazards yes. in food and farming. Mm. Have you been mugging up on the rules? How do you know this? I listened to a really good Radio 4 oh. uh, documentary with, you know, one of the guys from Operation Ouch? Yes. And he, it was to do with COVID because it had come from bats. Yes. Yeah. And it was to do with that. Right. It was absolutely fascinating. And it was about how the viruses sort of go from mm. animal to human. Can't remember anything about it, but it was really good. Okay. You know, in those programs, you you tweet and you go, oh, my God, guys, this is completely amazing. This is a bit worrying because I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going on a pig weekend tomorrow. <gasps> see. Have you got your overalls? I might catch something. Yeah, you need overalls. I might catch bacon. Imagine you that. Might, you might catch ASMs. Okay. Assistant ASMs. stage managers. Yes, you might catch no. them. ASMRs. You need uh, to sterilise your hands, Lucy. Okay. Um, and wear a funny hat. Okay, I will do that. Um, a pirate hat what or what? Yes, what um, sort of funny a trilby. Okay. Comedy because, trilby. Uh, <laughs> okay. Pigs like those. All right. Do a, li- do a little dance. Okay. Have you got a, a cane and some tap yep. shoes? Yeah, of course. Um, this is much more interesting than the archers. Tell everyone what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, for my 50th birthday, my sister got me a uh, pig husbandry weekend. A <laughs> pig husband. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I am doing that and it is at Kate Humble's farm. Oh, have you met Kate yet? No. Are you going to be here tomorrow? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think she oh. goes anywhere near the people or the pigs, <laughs> I think. Uh, I think. She's too humble. Yeah, we just we just wade around. Basically, I think we've just paid to clean up a lot of pig shit. <laughs> You're basically them. George Grundy. I'm George Grundy, yeah. For paying for My it. sister's paid for me to be George Grundy for the weekend. Oh, if so. only you could have gone to Neil's farm. I know. How lovely to be taken under Neil's wing. Yes. That would be so sweet. Yes. Wouldn't it? Yes. He'd be so excited to show you all their yeah, but bits he'd, be, he'd take everything so seriously. You'd never actually get near the pigs because he'd be too busy <laughs> telling you about them. Defra Don't get too near. Hassop yeah, and everything else. Oh, <laughs> yeah, plus I wouldn't understand a word he said. No, doesn't say that. I beg your pardon. Please, sorry. Could you take your your mask off? Can't hear anything. Um, and what? But what do you do in husbandring? Husbandring. Sort of like cleaning. Um, Don't they clean no, it, themselves? It's just how to look after them and common Stroke illnesses them. and feeding and piglets and all of that. Oh, are you going to birth some piglets? No, they won't. Aww. They don't let us near the dangerous bits. Aww. I don't think. Not the expensive um, bits. And I presume. I think it will everyone... mostly be pig shit. Honestly, <laughs> that's what I think it is. It said it on the instructions. It said, "Let us know of any dietary requirements you may have, i.e., not bacon, and also, um, please, you may need to bring a a spare pair of trousers for the journey home." <laughs> And some emodium. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Um. Do you get a lunch though? After? Yes, I do. Oh great! So mm. you do a bit of pigging. Yeah. Bit of then lunch. Then you go and pig bit out. Bit more pigging. Yeah. Great. And um, oh. does Kate make your di- dinner? I hope not. Um. Is it at a hotel? No, it's at a farm. It's at the farm. Yes. That's exciting. Mm. And presumably everyone who's there will listen to the archers. Everyone. And so we... I can big up the pod. Yes. Yeah. You. It is your mission to get at least. Five new listeners for next week, and we'll give them a shout out. Okay. The pig God. listeners. Okay. The sow listeners. Yes. The slisteners. The pligs. <laughs> the pligliciousness. The pligliciousness. 
husbands, the new husbands. Get some yeah, new husbands. Get some new husbands to listen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm really excited for you, Lucy. Thank you very much. It's I'll send you some pictures of me with the pink. Yes, yes, please do. Mm-hmm. We'll put them on, put them on the um on the line. Yes. On the Twitter, if it's still on. Yes. Is anyone on it still? Well, I've I've just I've watched my account just temporarily again, but oh, I, I, oh. I will um I will put it on the average on the couch one. I yes. don't really understand. Uh, why I'm supposed to come off it now? Oh, because the man's an idiot. He's 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 that Musk twerp has said that uh, everybody, all the fascists and all the loonies and all the everything can go on. Can yeah, go but they on don't it and be infiltrate the archers. No, they don't. There's no. nothing. I think we're a protected species, so okay. we'll be fine. We're a protected I, category. I, Excellent. I, I'm not going on Masbros or okay. whatever it is. No, I'm not, I don't want another app on my phone. No, me sake. neither. And that sounds quite complicated as well. It does. It's way yeah. too complicated. I'm staying. Look, if we all stay together, guys, um, and don't let any nasty people in, we'll be fine. Okay. I'm not going to let Donald follow me. No. I shouldn't think Donald would want to. Oh, he does. He's often knocking at my oh, door. really? Yes. <laughs> He's really into the archers. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if he was? <laughs> He'd be um, a big fan of Martin Gibson, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. And um, Hazel Woolley as well. <laughs> oh, come on. Come back, Hazel. <laughs> a bit of light relief. Oh, talking of other characters, we have to do... This is serious now, this bit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Stephen V. Parrott has uh, messaged us. Steve Parrott, yeah. And said sad news about Graham Blocky, who plays oh, yes. Robert Snell, yeah. uh, who sadly died this week. Of the minor characters, I thought Robert Snell was either top or top three in terms of the actor's skill. Didn't realise or had forgotten that he was also a GP. Great voice and there were shades in there as well. The writing helped clearly, but he was able to leverage, horrible word, but the right one, it to make his manipulation of Lindy believable. R.I.P. Yeah. Somebody, t- I think it was... he was a GP? He was in real yeah. life? Yeah. No way. Yeah. He was an actor yeah. and a GP. Wow. Um, God. Cat uh, Brown, I think it was, said uh, that uh, on Twitter, said um, that someone said, oh, uh, Robert was the only one that put up could put up with Lindy. But actually, he never did put up with her. That's what she said. He genuinely... Loved her. Loved her. He didn't, yeah, and he, he did. all the he things that drove everyone else mad, he thought were just his Lindy. And, oh, Lindy. Yeah, yeah. And, and and he'd occasionally try and steer her away from any of her more bonkers schemes, but mostly he supported her, and uh, he just wanted her to be happy. And I think they had an absolutely gorgeous marriage. Yeah, they did, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it it was lovely, and actually it was sort of really believable wasn't it because mm. it was very heartfelt yeah and obviously they rubbed each other up the wrong way yeah but they their bond was so strong yeah wasn't it? yeah oh and 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 oh he was the only person that, no one's going to call her lindy again no. in the show. lindy bottom that's what he called her wasn't it <laughs> did he call her lindy yeah bottom? yeah <laughs> i wonder if they will address it in mm, the show like, i don't know because he's hasn't been in it for well, for mm, years, really. Ages, yeah. The last time we heard him was after Linda's accident, wasn't yeah. it? And that was a long time ago mm-hmm. now. Um, well, no, because... with all the Artil stuff, he was there. Because oh, he, yeah. he played Peacemaker, didn't he? He tried to sort of get them all together. Yes, of course. Mm. So actually, he wasn't it quite recently. Because when her and Jim were together this week, I did think, oh, I wonder if um, yeah. they'll, they'll, you know, Robert will die. Yeah. And maybe her and Jim will be... a 
good because I think Jim is a match for Linda, mm. but he wouldn't have the sweetness that Robert has. No, no, had. no, no. Um, yes, that is super sad because he was also one of the distinctive voices, wasn't mm. he? Yeah. And very character. And there's been such a lot of loss for Linda, the loss of the of um, the possibility of having children, uh, the loss in the fire. Uh, yeah. The loss of even the dog. She lost uh, Scruff, didn't she? In yeah, the, in for the, like a, in the six flood. months. And, yeah. You know, it's sort of, she. she's had a lot of sadness in her life and it's a shame if... And that's why you can always forgive her for being mm. a, an annoying busybody mm. because when she's vulnerable, it's truly heartbreaking and tender, isn't it? Mm. When yeah. she sort of occasionally opens up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Poor well, that Lindy is, Bottom a, and R.I.P. Robert. Yeah, R.I.P. There's been a lot of deaths this week, mm. haven't there? Because he died or about the same time as um, Leslie Phillips. Mm. And then somebody else, quite mighty, died as well. Can't remember who. Though. I can't remember who I got. It was like, do you remember that New Year once? It must have been about Oh, God, yeah, where it felt like <laughs> every time. Everybody died in January. Everyone. <laughs> It was one after it's the other. Like, like nature having a clear out, I think. It's like, let's <laughs> Of the really shiny, starry people. Yeah. 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 There, there was a, yeah, a day of that. So I'm glad Robert got a lot of attention, actually. Because, yes. I mean, maybe he didn't in worldwide Twitter, but he certainly did on our. On our corner of it. Yes. Thank God. Yeah. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, and um, do you keep any Radio Timeses? No. Do you not? Do you? Because actually I find, although that Christmas Chronicle stuff is, uh, you know, just sort of, it was lovely to have a laugh at Tony. I actually think, I actually thought it was quite a good idea. Because because people, no, I don't, but I probably used to when I was a bit, I used to love, I, I, I would love, I'm such a nerd, I'd love to see someone's Radio Times collection from the olden days. I'd love to see old Christmas Radio Timeses. Really? I think like to have a good old nostalgia fest at a Christmas is would be quite exciting. They could have um they could you know they could do an exhibition couldn't they of lovely oldie things. Cuz Christmas is such a you know it's such a time for nostalgia and when you and you're always I think you're always thinking back to your own childhood and your own mm. childhood Christmases and to have something like if someone played like the box of delights theme tune or something yeah. like that it would make your heart jump wouldn't it yeah. and take you straight back there 
And so I actually thought it's quite a good idea, this Christmas's past thing. Yeah, I wonder if it's to do with... Did you not keep that Radio Times that we were in, Lucy? No. Oh, didn't you? I cut it out. I cut out our bit. Stuck it on the pin board. And then lost it. Yeah, I was we found. <laughs> you know, I've written the milk bill on the back of it and that's gone. I think, um, I wonder if this is something to do with the BBC's I wondered anniversary that actually. Yeah. they're going to do. Yeah, because they're doing um, so many docs, aren't they, on sort of like mm. a hunt, you know, like a bit like Neil McGregor's mm. stuff, but they're doing it with um, songs and programmes and mm. they're doing collections, aren't they? Of, yeah. Apparently, the, the the thing to listen to is the soundtrack, is the 100 Years soundtrack of the BBC. Apparently, oh. it's a really good programme. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yes, I did think that. When they mentioned the Radio Times, I thought, oh, I wonder if this mm. is to do with 100 Years. So, basically, Lindy is going to end up doing the Christmas crapicles, isn't Curating she? the Christmas, a, yeah. yeah. And not doing yeah. the show at all, but she'll do that instead. Yeah. But, so, I didn't mind that, actually. Oh, we've had a bit of a history. Uh, from uh, uh, he calls himself previously jaw wired Jeff, not to be confused with your own much loved Jeff. Do you remember <laughs> when he because he had a he had a oh yeah. yes he yes. said although he isn't now a listener, my father is one of the people of whom you speak. Remembering listening to the death of Grace Archer, he listened to the tragedy along with my uncle, his younger brother who would have been about seven at the time. Following the death, my uncle became unconsolable, believing that what he'd just heard was the actual death of Grace in real life. (gasps) He couldn't be persuaded otherwise. This went on for some time until eventually he was given pencil and paper and made to write to the BBC to ask for proof of this death. Thankfully, this came when Izan Churchman wrote back explaining that she was not, in fact, Grace Archer at all, but simply an actress playing the role. She assured him that she was perfectly well and the fire had all been very clever sound effects. She included a signed photograph as proof. Putting the trauma caused to a seven-year-old child aside, it's quite a sweet story. Thanks to all of you for doing what you do. I can't imagine a Sunday afternoon without you all. Isn't that lovely that she did that, though? Wow, that's amazing. But I think I've read somewhere that, um, you know, it was obviously the Archers was much more real to people mm-hmm. back then than it is now because, yeah. you know, you do, you you wouldn't have known what they looked like yeah. probably. And and there wasn't much else, was there? No, well, it you... was like it was the same era as, you know, the War of the Worlds when people thought that it was genuine yes. and they had to be careful that they, they didn't put the beeps out on any show in case people thought it was real news and you know all that sort of thing and if you listen to the um that that you know because you can hear that archive grace archer stuff can't you it does and it's quite scary i think Mm. with the horses and the flames yeah and for a seven-year-old that yeah that must have been pretty dramatic i can remember seeing something on coronation street when i was little and being really frightened of it oh really feeling it was it was it was Gail Tilsley being assaulted by somebody. Oh, my God. And I was really frightened and I really oh. didn't want to... I, I kept saying, when is the next one? And Because I wanted to make sure that she was all right. Oh. I felt really upset about it. So it's weird how... Yeah. But, you know, I must have watched Doctor Who and goodness knows what. And, but and things and, that and, feel and, real. Yeah, things that felt, felt real. And much, much more affecting. Stick. Yeah. yeah, completely. Yeah. But So does he... So that's Jaw Wired Jeff's uncle yeah who wrote so that it was letter. his father's brother yeah wow yeah that's so what an, what a story yeah 
That's so cool. But he must have been so upset that the only way that they could oh, yeah. fix it for him was to say, no, 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 honestly, write to her and she'll write back. I wonder how brilliant. many letters she had to write. I know. No, no. I'm still here <laughs> and I'm very much going to be acting in something else. In fact, you can see me at Bournemouth <laughs> where I'll be playing in private lives. I might even have a turn on the television. <laughs> There's going to be some sort of soap opera serial in Manchester. (laughs) (laughs) I love the way they spoke in them days, Lucy. It's so hard to recreate. What's the word? Recreate. Recreate. It's like when you listen to the old Paul Temples and stuff. Yeah. And um, they just have different Steve, don't open that hat box. Boom. Or he says, stay in the car, Steve. And she says, no, I'm coming with you. I'm not staying here. And then you think, no, no don't, Paul. because you'll only go and fall through the attic or something. You do also, it every time. Have you ever looked her up? No. The actress? Because she was a really famous radio actress. Okay. And, you know, you sort of imagine he he's obviously very suave. And, yeah. um, and you imagine her as being a very sort of... Yes. I imagine musical. she looks like Princess so, Margaret, only well, taller. just Google her. Oh. <laughs> just Google the actress. Okay. <laughs> And you'll go, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, maybe <laughs> I maybe won't. don't. Maybe no, don't. maybe, I, maybe I'll, don't. Just, I'll just hang on to the illusion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do. Um, oh, any other old stories, send them in. Old oh, stories, we like a bit of old, Oh, don't we? send him the old stories. Did any actors write to you? <laughs> oh, those are the days, though, when actors, you know, like that's the thing, those archers actors, I mean, we hold them on a pedestal. Yeah. But I suppose the whole now we just tweet them. Held... <laughs> now we just tweet them and they just tweet back. Yeah, and you're like, oh. <laughs> the glamour's gone. <laughs> I'm going to get Susie Riddell to send me a signed photo okay. of her in a fur stole. Yes, with heavily powdered looking sideways. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. she's got the red lipstick. Yeah. She can do the rest. Yeah. Oh. Um, Minnie has emailed us to say... Oh, hi, Minnie. I have forgotten who sent it in last week, but I 100% agree with the theory that Ben will do suicide. No, he won't. won't. And Chelsea will think it's her fault. And Freddie will take the initiative and come in and get closer to Chelsea, therefore making them a couple. And then Chelsea will be the next Elizabeth and also the next Febreze. (laughs) So she will run Lower Loxley, be the go-to hair and beauty specialist in the whole of Borsetshire and also have the primetime show on Radio Borsetshire. It's currently Tuesday and I'm losing the plot with the new Alice and Chris dynamic. Are they back together? Are they just friends? I feel like I've missed a whole chunk of the plot, but I feel like that most of the time, honestly. Well, so do we, Minnie. Um, But uh, you are not right about Ben doing a suicide. Well, we don't think so. We don't think so. As yet. Because that's all been resolved. Now they're going to sell sell the land. I think Alice and Chris... Why didn't they Chris... just sell the land in the first place yeah. and they could have just not had the loan? I think yeah, that's a good point. I think Alice and Chris are um, are going to get back together at Christmas time. Oh, I, really, I just don't want them to. I oh, know. I don't know that they will, actually. Because otherwise it's a bit boring. It's like, you know, that's the pre- predictable, isn't it? But actually yeah. it's much more interesting to have them as really good friends and co-parenting. Yes. And yes. then one of them will get a boyfriend or yes, a girlfriend. Yes, and then the other one will go nuts. <laughs> not fair. They're not allowed anyone else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, do you remember Amelia Jane? Who um, had the chicken? From the Blyton books? No, Amelia Jane who emailed us and she's it, got chickens. chickens. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Called Lucy and Harriet, yes. aren't they? Yeah. Well, no, she wasn't. T- so... She bought some lovely little no, white chickens a few weeks apart in age. Yes, one was called... 
Nick Lacken one was called Tandori or something. Um, The tiny one was named Harriet and the slightly less tiny one was named Lucy. Yes, I don't know what you're trying to say there. Thank you, Amelia Jane. Anyway, they are inseparable. Harriet runs after Lucy everywhere. Yes, that's yeah. quite accurate. And they are now... Lucy, Lucy, can we have lunch? Can we, can we meet up? I'll give you a microphone. And they are now quite grown up and integrated with the existing chicken. I will send some pictures. She has done. Oh, yes. So we've got pictures of us in chicken form. I, can, I love drawing chicken. Um, Archers related during the troubles with Ben and Beth, when Josh was being uncharacteristically <laughs> <The troubles. laughs> when Josh was being uncharacteristically kind, there was a moment where he said to Beth, "I'm not just here for Ben; I'm here for you too." That made me wonder if he was going to try to move in on Beth if he got an opportunity, which now he has. That is, that is spot on. She says she's still laughing at Harriet's. Hence, I've known. Keep up the good work. Thank you, oh. AJ. Oh, that's reminded me. I had to do something for Matt and I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. I completely forgot. Oh, I'm telling. I'll do it after. Okay. Um. So. Can you cut that bit out? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh... Cut that bit out. Actually, I don't want to. I don't want to offend him. Oh, he won't be offended. Forgot. He's used to. He's used I to know, being. Thought... He is always punctual and entirely reliable, and we are not. I know he's because I. Li- I think I literally said, "Of course, I'll do it." in the morning definitely that it'll be i'll send it and i then another email came in <laughs> and you went of course i'll do that whatever that was i'm so yes. sorry matt i'm gonna do it now um right Catherine rowan jones she says disclaimer i am always wrong except for the one time when i wished i had been which was kirsty's late miscarriage with the dopey Brokefield archers needing £40,000 to patis- pacify tantruming mince, David sucks up to Hootie Moneybag's mummy, a closer <laughs> relative than the usual banker Peggy. It is then revealed, years after the fact, that she has no readies. Remember the flooded bull and Kenton's lack of insurance and David's subsequent bailing them out, followed yeah. by Kenton's repeated failing to reimburse Dave... Yeah. Hootie Jill came up with the cash and allowed David to think his brother had actually repaid him. This loose end was never ravelled up. Cue family row escalation. As ever, thank you for everything that you do. I love you all, she says. I Um, didn't know that. Yes, I remember that now. Yes. Because I just thought that was just left to hang. But actually, so... So so Jill Jill gave him the money and made David think it was... Gosh. uh, So Kenton never paid him back. Yeah. That's... did not that had completely slipped my mind mm. or was never there in the first place. Yes. Wow. Um, this is from T. Lustcut, who says uh, the turmeric debate. You know when I when I threw turmeric all over the place and turned the oh, kitchen yeah. yellow oh, just yeah. before I had <laughs> yeah. a viewing. Um, the perils of following a Yotam Otolenghi recipe to the letter and finding yourself with eight kilograms of unwanted turmeric fenugreek root taking up your crisper until Christmas. <laughs> Secondly, the danger of cooking with a corrosive yellow ick at any point in the timeline close to a house viewing. Uh, one April, I returned from an Easter break in the Lake District to find my aspiring interior decorator flatmate had painted the living room of our Cheltenham flat a fetching shade of yellow. Unbeknownst to me, he'd achieved these stunning results by stirring three tablespoons of turmeric into a pot of Dulux white emulsion. Oh, no. All became clear later that year when the hot summer kicked in and the whole place started to hum like a balty house at 11 <laughs> o'clock on a Friday night. Arriving guests would say, Ooh, are we having curry? To which the answer was 90% of the time, no. 
Quick wow. Archer's entry explainer. In a car with the radio on after a very heavy night in Wolverhampton and heard the Archers for the first time with what appeared to be a very mismatched sex scene in the bath. Found out later this was almost certainly Brian and Siobhan. Keep up the good work, all of you. What? P.S. Vince's mum is Iris, not Ivy. Oh, that's it. Yes, it oh, is. Good ears. Iris, well remembered. Yes. yes. Um, but that also reminded me... <laughs> the turmeric walls. That's hilarious. I can't. I can't, I, I just can't believe anyone would do that. Maybe it's a thing. <laughs> but it's a good idea. Apart smells. from the smell, it's probably what they did in the old days when they were painting mm. Titians and you know Venetian masterpieces. Because they used to put powder in, didn't they? Instead yes. of like ready-made paint. Um, but why can't David and Ruth just do more B and B? I mean, like well, forty they, grand is a lot of B and B. Yeah, especially as I'd imagine they're only charging six pounds ninety for their for their forty pounds a night. Crappy. Um, yeah, yeah. No, maybe that's not a good idea. But what? But yeah. But there seems to be no urgency on that, though. No. I'd be a bit like, well, the first thing we could do, David, is like rent out the room, kick Jill and Leonard out. Well, we've t- that whole thing, the whole. Leonard doing the room up and everything seems to have just been an excuse for Ruth to have a cackling fit of hysterics and call them little so-and-sos. Sex pests. And <laughs> geriatric sex pests. <laughs> and that was it. And then, you know, and then he's moved in. So they spent a fortune doing up the yes, room. Yes, yes. So that he's got somewhere to sleep, apparently. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Mm. Uh, is That's all... Entirely yeah, pointless. Totally pointless. Uh, right, we've now got the entire Everett family emailing us in stages. <laughs> because we've become the WhatsApp thread. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Everett says, yo, yo, yo to Harriet. Okay. Yo, yo, yo. Would like to apologise for my use of the phrase old ones. I forgot I was doing it, to be honest. I hardly remember <laughs> the plot usually, so that's a win. Also, my aunt is not some doddery Jill character. She is 49 and knows WhatsApp very well. In fact, her, me and my brother and my mother have a group chat called Ambridge on the Couch. I am behind on the Archers, so have nothing to say, but I do agree with Harriet that Freddie will get with Chelsea. And And Ambridge on the Couch, what's up, group? Even we don't have that. We do. He said, also, I did Shakespeare Schools Festival on Wednesday and one of the directors sounded like Natasha and one of the people in charge of helping us sounded like Freddie. Do you reckon it might be them? Yes, it might well be mm. Toby Lawrence and... Uh, oh, I can't remember what her name is. No. Look her up. Oh, and he's put, yours most sincerely, Dan, in brackets, little sod. Because I called him a little sod last week after he'd <laughs> said I was old. Or no, he said that somebody was old and then I realised that they were younger than me. Kirsty, yes, the old ones. She's older than me. Um, so. Um, Claire Everett... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Has now messaged. Auntie Claire. No, what a joy to find that rather than communicate with my family via WhatsApp, I could use your podcast. (laughs) I am Daniel Everett's Auntie Jo's sister, which I think makes me Dan's mum. Loving Chelsea's responses to Vince and his pathetic apology, and to Pip and her me 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 attitude, I must remember to be more Chelsea. Uh, Could you please let Dan know that he's got the dentist on Thursday and tell Auntie Jo that she's in charge of Christmas plans? Right. Come on, people. Get <laughs> with the, plans, get with the not program. Christmas Chronicles, remember. Auntie Jo's now uh, messaged and said, Daniel, still <laughs> I don't 14, know any of these still people, not pregnant, said. didn't call as instructed last week by Harriet. 
Uh, but our Ambridge on the Couch WhatsApp group is the place to be. <laughs> Difficult to know whether Mince or David will be crowned Dad of the Year, hotly contested. And while I never thought there would be a situation where a phone call from Ruth would be a good thing, I was wrong. Chapeau for the Hats I've Known remix. Perfect tempo <laughs> for running. Can I suggest an Archers related playlist for the growing list of Ambridge on the Couch projects? That's a good idea. Yes, Lucy, well done. Love from Dan's Auntie Joe. Look, can people stop giving me more things to do? I'm trying to sell my house and buy another one. It's all very complicated. A really nice one. A really nice one, yeah. In a secret location. In secret, secret Sort place. of probably quite near where they did the Celebrity Jungle when it was in Wales. It, it is quite near there, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah, that was Gwydda Castle, I think. <gasps> yes. Um... Now, the we reason I said yes was because we've had an email from New Zealand. Oh, so they're saying something just... Okay, what, what, so just... Yes, no, what? I was just sort of still flabbergasted about the Everett family, but yes. I'll just... i just enjoying that. Mm. So may, I think you, may you channel your... I think we're there like... Fam- you know those family calendars that you have where everyone's oh, no. got a column? I think we're the Everett <laughs> family, family calendar. We can do their round robin at Christmas, yeah. can't we? And Daniel's had a great news. year. He's making... <laughs> He's making He's constant like... appearances on <laughs> a podcast about <laughs> the archers. <laughs> the rest of us haven't seen him. But yes. <laughs> Is he an actor then? I don't Can we know. just have a bit more background on the yeah. Everett's? Like, Come on, everybody. Come on, Everett's. We don't know what Daniel's studying. They're our mascot family, aren't they? Yeah. The Do they have brothers and Does he have brothers and sisters? Do we know that? I... Is there a sister, Everett? I don't know. Is it like Master Baker and mm. Mrs. Baker and... Mm. Be careful. Grandpa. <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just want, all I'm saying is I just want background. Yes. There's not enough. Um, no, it was your use of the phrase Master Baker that I thought was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Auntie Jo, don't just. Yes, don't, block your ears, I, Auntie I'm Jo. I'm so sorry that she's put that idea yeah. into your <laughs> <laughs> uh, Right. Uh, Sally Keach. From New Zealand. Hi, Sally Cage. Um, just needed to say that my dog Kipper needs to join the dog group. C- or Kipper. He has a lot of yeah. He's Copper. New Zealand. He has a lot Copper. of Ambridge experience of the Archers and your own fine podcast. He oh. is a very very fine dog in every way. See, you can tell from his photo. She's right. He is a very fine dog. I well, think you can he tell, is. Lucy. I'm on just a yellow lab. He's very oh, smiley. Oh yay! I thought of you all when the ridiculous message in the bottle story occurred. Surely they would have got the message out as soon as they'd found it, or whoever took it home would have done that and just messaged the others. Really, how <laughs> do these people have time for such carrying on? On a totally different tack, every now and then I think Robert is surely going to be involved again. I can't imagine he'd just let things be with not seeing his son or getting updates about him. And will anyone ever discover what really happened with the flood? And would it be investigated? Got to dash, Sally. Thanks, Sally. That's the thing. We have to pick back to these like exciting mm. storylines because this week it, it was a bit like, huh, it was a bit sort of like background yeah. music this week, wasn't it? Yeah. And now we're already harking back yes. to dramatic storylines. Do you remember when things used to happen? Mm. <laughs> um, um, there was something I was going to say, but I've forgotten. Uh, this is from Philip Kappa. Bailey. It's a good name for a dog. Dear lovely Lucy and Hartford Harriet, this isn't a long message because I'm still too angry about the whole Pip-Chelsea confrontation. So just two words. F off Pip, you dreadful <laughs> entitled irritant. Seven yeah. words. But being the most self-centred, most self-entitled member of that family really is some achievement. I literally shouted, 
oh, fuck off when that bit happened. <laughs> so apologies to the good people of Cadiz within earshot as I yeah. listened on my headphones while enjoying an otherwise pleasant stroll. Cadiz, as in Cadiz, as yes. in Spaniolo. Si. Oh, wow. All the best and congrats on Heps I've Known. Truly one of the highlights of the year. <laughs> so, no. Regards, Phil and Lucia. Oh, they live in Cadiz. Mm. Are we going out there, Lucy, to Yes. Stay? Yes, I've just started saying yes to everything now. Cause... <laughs> yes. Yes, Me, you, Jeff yeah. and the Everett's. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Kepper and Cooper. Kepper and Cooper. <laughs> Can't wait. I feel like I would love Should Cadiz. Should we sign our Christmas cards? Love from Lucy Harriet and the Everett's. <laughs> I feel like I would love Cadiz mm. because it's so Spanish. Spanish. Where is it though? Is it um, on the south? I don't know where Andalusia like is. Do I? Oh, Andalusia! That's, that's the nice bit, Lucy. Mm. Where it's all beautiful, like Moorish house, you know, like sort of that lovely, uh, like Islamic architecture, isn't oh, it? Lovely. All like that, like round there. And all sort of white villages with blue hats on them. Lovely. Yeah, take my word for it. I've never been. But... <laughs> What Thank God I listened to Judith Chalmers. That's one for the teenagers. <laughs> we must go. Must. We must, must to go. Okay, then. Um, I bet Lucia's, Lucia's uh, Spanish. Mm. Um, so, thanks. Good. Yeah. Uh, that's the end of the emails. Oh, okay. Oh, oh there's some more. <laughs> I just like sitting and listening. on a, Because we're doing this on a Friday evening. Yes. What are you supposed to be doing? Well, I've done. I did bath time. Well, I did okay. one bath time bedtime okay. and left Rufus with the others okay. and all the tidying up and just sourcing out what happened in the week. And, because you when know. you say, "Oh, I love just chatting," I know it's because either Ricardo's coming or <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be doing something with a child or somebody's got a maths exam or whatever. <laughs> well, when I and when you're I, hiding. <laughs> when I walked out of the kitchen to come here, it was there was like, you know mints on the floor okay. <laughs> and plates everywhere there were children still screaming upstairs and i don't want to go back and somebody running that. round with a t-shirt on and nothing else that was always a sign that things had gone badly wrong in my house when there was a half-dressed children and one of my children has lost their voice and i don't know what to do about it really you know oh just it's really cold it's speaking like this oh. and i'm like uh, just have some water, darling. <laughs> night, night, darling. Have some water. Mummy's <laughs> off to do a podcast. <laughs> some water will sort you out. So you watered a good night's sleep, darling. Night, night. <laughs> but I like to just sit. I've got a red wine now, so mm. I just wanted to sit here and listen to you making me laugh <laughs> via other people. <laughs> I need more. Because... Because the week was a bit... Yeah, <laughs> I've literally got nothing bit, uh, to say about it. Mm. Except interns, I wrote down. Interns. Oh, well, you know, like Georgie. Georgie working for free. Yes. You know, like this sort of uproar when yes. um, yeah. um, interns aren't paid mm. when they work in media. Mm. And but like clearly, if you do work experience on a farm, you don't need to be paid either. No. Which and I, mean, I think if you're, wor- if you're doing... Even if you're watching, if you're going... Bringing a cup of tea. I mean, like, you know, give him a tenner. It's like Fallon. She was so tight, wasn't she? When she yeah. was like, here's fiver. a fiver. Yeah. He was like, what am I supposed to do? What, what can you buy with a fiver these days? Oh, I'll days? buy a stamp. Thanks. Who has a fiver? <laughs> I, know, I, know. Well, I haven't seen a fiver for years. <laughs> I mean, 
They barely exist. I'd love to have a fiver. I don't know what I'd do with it, but I'd love to have one. <laughs> so maybe that is a good gift. But I was like, come on, Fallon. At least a tenner. It's almost offensive to give a fiver. To be honest, you know, I think if I was stuck in the Bridge Farm tea rooms with Fallon wanging on about whatever it was she was chuntering on about and the bloody ink spots playing in the background, I think I'd have faked a headache and demanded to go home as well. There's only so much, much as I love Mm, that era, there's only so much Andrew's sisters you can take. Yeah, exactly. At some point you have to go, nope! Before you just go, shut, Alexa, off. Sorry for mentioning the A word, Alexa. Um, Google. Oh. Yeah. If you would like, oh no, I've I've missed no. a bit. No, and now, now let's go over to, to Radio, Radio... Bossetshire. Radio Borsetshire. Colin, Colin, are you watch I'm a Celebrity Strictly in the Jungle? One of them left already because she got food poison from eating a kangaroo bottom. It is current affairs show, so there is MP on it, the one that got on a film kissing that lady what he shouldn't. He will probably be alright eating a kangaroo bottom, I expect. I do not understand who is doing their air, though. I did not know there is electricity in jungle. That is probably what is caused climate change. Are you impressed? I know that, Colin. I have started reading proper newspaper now. Graham is make me. It is basically the same, but in fabulous, it's a ha-ha, look at Kerry Cat on a big bottom. And in the Times, it's a five way to avoid having big bottom like Kerry Catona. So I am not in culture shock. Colin, do you read the Times or a tabling? The Times? No. Oh, oh now? Hello, hello. This is me, Fabrice of Felpresham, looking like I just stepped out of the salon because... I have. Today I am investigate little tiny hotel called Bed and Biscuits. That is because they give you a bed for just one night and there is a kettle in it with a pot of some soft biscuits next to it. If it is an expensive one, it is called a booty bed and biscuits and there are flowers in your room and if it is a cheapness, there is a stain. So now we have two bed and biscuits in Ambridge. One is Ambridge All and the other is Brookfield Farm. Two very different style of bed and biscuit. So on the line I have both owners of bed and biscuits. First we have Linda. Oh, hello Linda, I have to apologise to you. I have been getting name wrong. I have been calling you Mrs Smells. Apology accepted. Oh, yes, please. I am very embarrassed. But now I know it should be Mrs. Smell's JCB. Linda Snellobie, actually. Oh, wrong again. So, Mrs. Smell's OB, tell us about your bed and biscuit. Ambridge Hall is very much an exclusive rural experience. The Chinese principles of Feng Shui. Bless you. 
have been employed throughout our home to create a relaxing and yet stylish space in which to unwind. Oh, which toiletry? I beg your pardon. Which toiletry in the bathroom? Oh, I see. We provide the full range of spiritual hummus, vegan and paraben-free products based around moss. Mm-hmm. So you will have air like shreddy wheat for all weekend, then? We don't have any of that nonsense at Brookfield. Coal tar soap and sheep dip. Good enough for my family for decades, and our skin comes off in handfuls. We offer the genuine rural experience. None of that country life magazine posing with Labradors. This is proper muck under the fingernails, cow shit everywhere stuff. And that's just breakfast. But it's not unwelcoming at all. We have a team of pensioners keen to cater to your every whim. And we can fit four guests. Two in their own room, and two more if they don't mind squeezing in between Jill and Leonard. Oh, and of course, Mrs. Smells Obi, you can fit in two family alongside your regular house guest, can't you? Regular house guest? Who? Oh my God, Ardell. I'd completely forgotten. We haven't seen him for months. Oh, I must get up there. Breathe slowly, Ardell. I'm on my way. Oh! Well, there may be a vacancy at Ambridge Hall now if you are interested. I would give Brookfield a bit of a miss at the moment in case there are night raids by Mr. Mincy and a gang of Filipinos with meat cleaver. Bye! Radio Borsetshire Did you watch The Jungle, by the way, this week? Have you been watching it? No. Did you? Oh, Lucy, you didn't see Matt Hancock go in? No. I can't believe you missed that. It was, like, incredible and excruciating and... Mm. and but fascinating. Mm. You're not going to watch it? Ch- Do you not watch Celeb Jungle? No. It's good. It's very good. Mm. It's very good. But obviously quite controversial this year. Yeah, but, like, I mean much as I like Boy George's songs and everything, you know, he's been, like, obviously very uh, disturbed about Matt Matt Hancock coming in and sort of threatening to walk out. He's done some bad stuff. Mm. So, ultimately, we've all got some bad shit in our pocket, Lucy. I know, but we're not all still being paid to do it. No, I know. Totally agree. I totally agree. It's just, when when people like Boy George are holier than thou, you're Mm. a bit like... You went to prison for something bad, mm. you know. Like, th- there's a there's just so much hypocrisy, isn't there? I mean, I think obviously Matt Hancock is the biggest twanting twat in the world, and you know ha- you can't be a good person to have but gone to say, in the jungle to do. You know, you know, oh no, people want to know. It's important no, that people no, but, no, they don't. No. They don't want to know what you're like. No, they, they just don't. want you to be a good politician. Also, if just go in there and say I'm doing it for the money, I'm getting divorced. Yeah. I need to pay my wife off. Yeah. If you said, if you were honest, at least yeah. you'd probably get, you're going to get more respect than getting 11 stars by not being afraid of creepy crawlies. Yeah. Or eating a penis. Oh, God. I mean, can you imagine Clement Attlee going, oh, dear. dear but that's, a, but it's a bit like, um, 
You know the in the olden days when it was the uh, the royals went on that game show. Didn't oh, they, it's Andrew a knockout. Did. Yes. Yeah. And I and I was really young, but even then I remember thinking this is really odd. It's really <laughs> this odd. This is to not have right. This is not right. People yeah. who you should probably respect looking like dickheads. Yeah. Sort of because they're attention seeking. Mm. Anyway, whatevs. Um, it's an interesting watch. Um, but uh, I mean, there was yeah. Okay. Shut up, me. <laughs> Shut up. Um, no, because I know there's been a lot of people who have been really upset by it. But, mm. I mean, it's good telly, mates. It's good telly. Well, it can stay good telly. Stay good um, telly. Thank you, Fabrice. Thank you, Fabrice. If you would like to visit patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the Couch, you can we'll support be doing us. stuff. Oh, what is, what's our Patreon Christmas treat? Uh, it's the advent calendar. Oh, oh no, that's yes. for everybody. Oh, uh, are we doing a zoo? We're going to do a Christmas drinks. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, yeah. great. Uh, everyone, dress up. Uh, you can find Fish. us on Facebook, Fish on Fish Twitter Fish. at on Ambridge. Febreze is fabulous. Febreze, or you can email us at ambridgeonthecouch at gmail dot com. Now, now, Matt Rodriguez Payne said that. I'm sorry. So I was sending it to you soon, Matt. I think it's probably too late now, isn't it? Now that we're recording this. Probably. Yeah. Matt Rodriguez Payne uh, said that um, Linda's fruitless search for Tony's Christmas memories uh, was A, impossible, and B, who bloody cares anyway. But uh, he he used that as his inspiration for the Mission Impossible theme, which he's used as his <gasps> basis, and it's brilliant. As that you play is now. Great. Listen, listen, listen. Mm hmm. but it was almost exactly the same yeah. as yeah. Like, that's amazing very good I really liked that Ooh, do you know it's Matt's one year anniversary is it today no it was last his last one last week's was oh. his one year's anniversary oh Lucy I should have done a song of doing this because I've got a new guitar I, you probably made him happier by not doing a song I, um, I think um, Matt's I've known <laughs> I've known. Happy anniversary, Max. I've known of you. <laughs> um, oh, happy anniversary, Matt. Yes, and many, many, many huge thanks. What from did us we do without for being? Matt? I don't know. I what don't did know. we do? B B M. Um, he's just so reliable, and he always sends it to me and says, "Um, could you just have a little listen? Because I'm not happy about so and so." And I always just go. <laughs> That's brilliant. What are you on about? It's brilliant. 
But that's true genius, isn't it? Yes, and then he says, no, 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 I know you said it was all right, but I was worried about this bit, so I've redone it and I've sent it again. So, But that's because he, because he's like a genius, he can never be, he'll never be satisfied, because he could probably always hear what else. They'll, yes. they'll never be, he probably can never be fulfilled by a yes. single piece of work. Whereas, whereas, you know. Whereas we're like, that's that'll amazing. Do. That... <laughs> that'll do. <laughs> Pig, that'll do. <laughs> oh, oh, don't go, Lucy. Don't oh, go. Harriet, you've got to go and put the remaining ones to bed and get the mints I off just, the floor. I just don't want to go in. I just don't want because going in as well, I'm entering the weekend. Well, pretend I'll go and you just sit there with your headphones on, oh. drinking red wine, and every time he comes in, just go, yeah, yeah. What did you think about Clary? Yeah, yeah. And he won't know, will he? But I should go in and watch the jungle, shouldn't I? Oh, probably not. Yeah. No, should well, you? Pro- okay. I put it is good, good fun. Mm. Just, you know, um, yeah, I've got, a, Rufus has got a big birthday next week. So I should also go and. Is he 30? He's 30. <laughs> I know, I need to buy him a 30th. <laughs> what shall I buy for someone who's 30 and has everything? <laughs> everything they could possibly. Need. A bottle of wine from <laughs> hit the year he was born. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Do that then. <laughs> All right then. Um, yes. Yeah, so, what other business? <laughs> Harriet. What are you doing? Up, what are you doing after the weekend? When are we meeting up, <sighs> Lucy? When's our lunch, Lucy? Harriet, I'm going to have to cut your call, <laughs> caller. Okay. I'll go, I'll go. Be a good girl. <laughs> okay, all right, I'm going, I'm going. So, <laughs> Otherwise I'll I... <laughs> set the Everett's on you and then you won't, and nobody wants that. Nobody wants the whole of the Everett Maybe clan. I could join their WhatsApp group. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if you, had... <laughs> if you actually got kicked off the Everett's WhatsApp group for being too annoying? <laughs> They'll just leave the group. Yeah. <laughs> it's left. just the Everett's have left the group and it's just you talking to yourself. Oh, my God. Okay. Go and watch your silly programme and I'll play Mission Impossible again. Yes, you listen to good music. Okay. All right then, mate. Bye. Bye. And bye, Jeff. (laughs) See you. Bye, Cooper. Anyone? Harriet. Hello. Go. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) No, you go. You go. You go. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.